What's up, everybody? It's your favorite coach, Coach Vaughn, and this is the Coach Vaughn Podcast, where it's just you and me, baby, one-on-one. You know how I do. I talk about whatever's going on in the sports world, a stream of thought from my mouth to your ears, and it anchors right into that real-life stuff, love, basketball, comedy. You know how I do, like I said. And if you want to hear me talk about any of these things with my comedian friends and other people in the entertainment world, that's my grown-as-fuck podcast. Don't miss that either. It gets really real. And don't miss me on on the hot mic app doing live broadcasts of football basketball wrestling all kinds of stuff the invite code is coach vaughn to get on a hot mic app where you can follow me there and not miss any of my live broadcasts and i post all of this stuff on my social media go to grownafcomedy.com and you could get links to everything so you don't miss anything that i'm doing including my live stand-up comedy shows don't miss me anywhere doing anything but for right now, you, me, one, 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 on, one, Coach Vaughn Podcast. Let's go. Hey, what's up, everybody? I get so excited when I hear that music, not because it's the beginning of the show, but because I wrote and produced it. Duh, I'm biased. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Vaughn Carlo, a.k.a. Coach Vaughn, and welcome to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. Coach Vaughn is on. Let's get it going. But before I do, let me just first um, shout out to all my listeners. Thank you for hanging in there with me. I have to apologize for the last episode, Mind in the Middle. The audio was horrible. Let me just uh, unpat myself on the back. Like, let me punch myself in the back for that that last episode. The audio was terrible. And I I put it out anyway, only because I I did not do the proper sound check. And I apologize for that. I want to give my listeners quality content absolutely 100% of the time. But I felt like that episode came from my heart and I didn't want to re-record it. I've never re-recorded any of my episodes. It is a stream of thought from my mind and my heart into your ears. And I felt like that episode was necessary and I wanted to put it out there for you guys. And I, I just apologize greatly for uh, not doing, you know, I made a mistake. I didn't do the proper sound check, but I didn't think that re-recording it would be proper either. So forgive me. Um, anyway, we're here now. And what that means is if you are listening to me again, that means you love me <laughs> and I need the love. We all need the love right now. Oh my God. What is happening in 2020 y'all? What is going on? Oh my God, it's it's been a roller coaster. And I remember at the top of the year, you know, when Kobe passed away and I said, you know, Uncle Murder might as well just do his year in wrap up right now. Uh, and I don't know if you guys know uh, who Uncle Murder is, but he's a rapper, very funny, very intelligent. He does this year in wrap up song every year and it, it just wraps up all the drama of the entire year in one rap song. And it is so uh, witty and clever, intelligent, well put together, funny, cool, swagged out the whole nine yards. And I look forward to it every year. And when Kobe and his daughter and passed away in the helicopter crash in January, January, I said, you know what, there is absolutely nothing in 2020 that could possibly happen that is going to bring the world to a stop, shockingly pause everything that way. Um, like world stop, like Beyonce said, world stop 
and forgot to say carry on now if you don't know that reference it's a song by Beyonce and Nicki Minaj where Beyonce says world stop and then the beat stops and everybody is supposed to freeze and don't move until Beyonce says carry on and then the beat comes back in if you don't know that reference um and don't hold it against yourself and by all means don't hold it against me because I do love Beyonce but anyway carrying on I didn't think anything was going to happen in 2020 that will would surpass bringing the world collectively together for a a breathless stop and a shocking pause the way Kobe Bryant's death brought us all to that halt and then here we are coronavirus hello coronavirus Cardi B voice coronavirus coronavirus yes uh here we are not only um shockingly paused in a spiritual and mental sense but in a literal sense we're all just on a literal pause quarantined at home by ourselves or with our significant others or family or what have you but just uh, lockdown 2020 is real and it's still in effect and here we are and you would think that something like a pandemic that affects us all equally for the most part because anyone can get sick right the the coronavirus doesn't know who you are doesn't know your income level doesn't know your race doesn't know your gender it just knows that it could get into your nose and your lungs and wreak havoc right that's all the coronavirus knows and you would think that something like this would bring us together as a people and in in some ways it does like there's people out there doing wonderful things you know there's there's people doing things for our frontline workers and i'm not talking about flying planes dramatically over New York for a show miss me with the sentiment okay how much does it cost to fly those jets over New York to show our appreciation for the frontline workers how about we take that money whatever it costs and we know it's not cheap to fly jets over New York for some show you know how much does that cost I don't know but whatever it is I think we could put that money into being um truly helpful to our essential workers by giving them hazard pay by giving them the proper equipment that they need to protect themselves by giving them and their family uh food and and clearing their debts and there's so many things that we could be doing to help but no let's fly jets to show that we we love our frontline workers let's let's be let's let's show the poetry of it but really we're not gonna do anything really 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 and I don't say that as a blanket statement as if no one is doing anything I'm saying when it comes to our higher 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 ups that would okay something like the expense of flying jets or our military jets over New York to show appreciation um, I would say, hey, that's that's lovely. God bless America. You know, play the national anthem all you want and fly those jets all you want. However, I know it's not free. So how about saying we would love to do something like X, Y, and Z, flying the jets. However, we think we should take this money and give it to our, our essential workers in some kind of way. But anyway, we're all here. And we're all in the same situation. So you think, you think that this would be a moment 
where America, the land of the free, home of the brave, right? You think this would be a moment where maybe let's take a pause on racism. You know, maybe something like this brings us all together. Uh, oh, yeah. Nope. 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 America is showing its true colors even in a pandemic where and and yes, the the fact that it is this apportion like the, it, it's affecting the black and Latino co- community more and no one's surprised at that. Not in our communities. Why? Because we're the essential workers. We already know that. So of course that's going to, you know, trickle down to the essential workers in the grocery stores and, and the people delivering things. And it's, it's not all black and Latino. Yes. There are white people involved as well, but for the most part, who's on the front line. Yeah. Okay, we get it. So that's one thing. But the deliberate, deliberate hatefulness of this world did not take a pause. No, it did not. Ahmad Arbery, the jogger who was hunted down and killed in Georgia in his own neighborhood. Um, they're not going to call it a hate crime, but what is it then? What is it? Now, the there were two men. If if you're not familiar with this story, then you've probably been living under a rock and hiding from the news, which I don't blame you. I do not blame you at this point. But um, the gist of the story is there was a jogger, an unarmed black man, 25 years old, just shy of his 26 year old, um, 26 year birthday uh, was basically hunted followed stalked use whatever word you want but he was chased down in his neighborhood while he was jogging by three not two um but right now there's two suspects and one man who was um part of the the three but he was in another car recording it um he was gunned down and killed by two a father and son duo Good job, dad. You raised your kid to be a killer. Your kid's going to hopefully go to jail for a long time. And it's your responsibility as a father. I hope that weighs on you heavily in your soul um, to know that you raised such a a, a good murderer. Uh, anyway, basically, what, what do we know about the suspects? His name is, um, the, their name is Gregory and Travis uh, McMichael. And they were finally arrested. This happened in February. Why are they just now get ar- getting arrested in May? Hmm. Hmm. Let's think about this. I don't know. Let's think about it. Could it be that Gregory, the father, um, 64 years old, uh, it had um, some ties to the police force? Yes. Yes. Not surprised. Um Anyway, let me just try to tell the story without bias. Almost impossible, right? Um, but according to the police report, they said that Aubrey looked like a suspect in a series of recent break-ins. Now, get this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm laughing not like it's humorous. Don't get me wrong. I'm laughing just because it's frustrating and it's, it's, a, it's, it's a laugh out of frustration. These two white men that were arrested um, 
finally arrested after being arrested, not because of the crime that they did in murdering this young man, but because of public outrage. It took millions and millions of signatures, and mine was one of them, uh, in a petition to get these men arrested. That is so unacceptable that these men were not arrested. Never mind prosecuted and found guilty. That's the next steps of it. But they weren't even arrested. They killed a man and were not even arrested so that there can be an investigation. How absurd is that? Uh, we have to be in the public. We have to be the investigator, the detective, the police, the judge. The jury. We have to be everybody and sign petitions to figure out how to get someone arrested when there is a murder. There is a, a, a person, a human being, a young man has died and we have to be all that we can be in signing a petition to get these men arrested. Now, the two white men that were finally arrested in this fatal shooting told police that they believed he was a suspect in a series of break-ins, burglaries. Get this, there are no such string of crimes reported on record in the weeks preceding to this shooting. So, AKA, they made the shit up, all right? They made the shit up. And to make matters worse, they're using the fact that they pulled the trigger and he, the, the, the son was the one that pulled the trigger, I believe. He's using self-defense. Holy shit. He's saying it was in self-defense. Now, let, let me get this right. You hunted, stalked, followed, whatever word you want to use, this young man while he was jogging because he fit the description of a string of burglaries that no one has reported uh, and fit the description, a.k.a. black, black male, uh, which is a lot of people, but he fit the description. So you followed him to make a citizen arrest, citizen's arrest. Now, we don't know. We see the video, but we don't hear any audio um, unless you guys have audio from it. I don't. I haven't seen or heard any uh, any audio. So we don't know what they were. They could have been yelling out of the truck. Hey, N word. Uh, stop. You stop. We're going to arrest you like you. We there are men following me in a truck. Essentially, I'm jogging along minding my own business and you're following me in a truck yelling something out of the window, possibly, or maybe not. I'm a woman. I walk the streets. If I feel someone staring at me too long in a car, I get nervous. So let me get this right. You stop the truck, you approach me and I'm supposed to not defend myself. So this this young man started defending himself, started swinging or whatever. And um, the gun goes off. He gets shot twice. He dies. So the young white man who killed him, the, the young murderer, is saying that it was in self-defense. Now, how is that acceptable uh, when you're the instigator, I don't know. Sounds very familiar. Um, anybody ever hear of Trayvon Martin? I believe Zimmerman, uh, used that same excuse and that trash of a human being went on to sue Trayvon Martin's family. <laughs> like, again, that is not a laugh of ha ha. This is funny. That is a laugh of frustration that people have the audacity to be this trash. Um, I retweeted, if you follow me on Twitter or Instagram, you saw this already, but I retweeted 
someone, uh, Ricardo, the heart guy on Twitter. And then I posted it in my IG stories. He said, damn, you can't go for a jog, can't walk home with Skittles, can't sell CDs, can't legally possess guns and can't reach for your license or defend your own house. Hell, you can't even live in an apartment while black. What can you do? And this was in response to um, Shannon Brown, formerly of the Lakers, two time champion with the Lakers was arrested pretty much right away for defending himself. Get this. Let me go to the story. Um, I'm reading this off of Yahoo Sports. Former Laker Shannon Brown arrested after allegedly firing a gun at people during an open house mix up. Now, uh, (laughs) this is so ridiculous. So, Brown, 34, reportedly pulled a gun on two people who entered his home on May 2nd. The people told the police they were looking for houses and saw a for sale sign in the front of the house. They claim someone told them to come in the house when they reached the door. While Brown confronted the two, he eventually allowed them to leave. As they were leaving, the two individuals claim Brown fired Uh, five to six shots at them police found a shell casing at the scene and arrested brown for aggravated assault brown was able to post bail two days later according to tmz now oh my god this is so unbelievable so people enter his house and from we we get their point of view all right they're like oh this is an open house we're supposed to just walk right in Shannon Brown is saying, no, that wasn't the case. I don't know why these people are in my home. I feel like they're trespassing. Let me stand my ground. I'm asking them to leave. Um, They're not leaving. They're burglars at this point, you know, or trespassers, however you want to look at it. But why does stand your ground not work for Shannon, black man, Brown? But it works in other instances. Ironically, stand your ground works for everybody except a, 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 a black man, a license to carry black man. Now, I didn't see anywhere in any story that I read that Shannon Brown had an illegal firearm. No. So this is um, his home, his legal firearm, and he has a right to defend himself in his home. Right. Hmm. Interesting. 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 I, I, I guess, I guess for Shannon Brown, he's not allowed to do that. And what's really ironic is that they were able to make that arrest right away. It's been almost two months, what we're in May. And these guys are finally these, these two murderers, uh, of Ahmed uh, Aubrey are finally arrested because of, um, public outcry. Whereas Shannon Brown was arrested right away. Hmm. Interesting. Now, the man who recorded uh, the shooting, going back to the jogger, uh, Ahmed Aubrey. um, Now, he was in the car. His name is William Rody Bryan. Um, He shot the 36 second video and... Get this. He invited. <laughs> he invited the police officer to sit with him in his truck where they've watched the video together. 
Imagine that. Hey, the police arrive on the scene, I guess. This is this is this is how it happens. Uh, the According to what I'm reading and how I imagine it in my head, the police arrive and he shows them this video and there's still no arrest made. Now, what were you doing in the in the car following behind them recording this uh, lynching? You get you recorded the lynching, showed it to the police officer. There's still no arrest made. Amazing. And then you can't even speak about it because then people start accusing you of all types of crap. Uh, did did you see the the comments to LeBron James? LeBron James commented about this. I'll read that to you when I, I come back. Let me take a quick break and then we'll get into the LeBron James comments regarding this uh, uh, Ahmed Aubrey situation and the word hunted. Well, I'll be right back. I'm back and I'm ready to continue on if you are. So let's get into this whole LeBron James tweeting about Ahmed Aubrey, the jogger who was hunted down and, and murdered. So LeBron James, let me just let me just go to the tweet so I can read it for you so we can all just catch up because I don't assume that you all know um, what it was. Uh, LeBron James says we're literally hunted every day slash every time we step foot outside the comfort of our homes exclamation point can't even go for a damn jog man exclamation point like what the fuck that was WTF he didn't cuss like what like WTF (laughs) like WTF man are you kidding me And then there's a series of question marks and exclamation points after the, are you kidding me? No man for real. Are you kidding me? All caps rage. He, he put the, are you kidding me in all caps rage to just say, no, I'm being for real. Are you kidding me? I'm sorry. Ahmad rest in paradise and my prayers and blessings sent to his family, blah, 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 blah. Um, I shouldn't blah, 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 that. Uh, let me send to your family, heavens above to your family, prayer hands, black fist, heart, hashtag stay woke, uh, hashtag profiled because we are simply black. Um, and then two tear emojis. Now, there's so much to unpack. Um, not in what he said. Because I get what he's saying immediately. And what I tend to never forget, but always forget at the same damn time. And it's, it's, it never seems to shock me, but it always shocks me that people don't get the humanity of it. They, they just don't get what he's saying. They try to break it down and, and deflect it into other things. It's like if, if, if someone asked Donald Trump about him calling the coronavirus a hoax, he starts babbling about Hillary's emails or Barack Obama's Lord knows what healthcare and everything else that he's jealous about Obama about. What I'm saying is a lot of people in order to, not address the point that's being made they start deflecting in all types of other directions like this this one guy 
who tweeted him back and said that he's loved him since oh two but are we really going to act like the only people killing blacks are whites when the majority is black on black talking about black on black crime and then he asked where were you when any when any in all caps rage color gets murdered senselessly there they are people too now it's first of all dude you're changing the subject Typical, 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 changing the subject. So what are you trying to say? No one's saying that black on black crime doesn't exist. And no one's saying that police brutality doesn't happen to other people. No one's saying that. No one's saying that. We're talking about this, right? We're talking about this. He didn't say anything to this. So am I to assume from what he's what he's tweeting? Am I supposed to interpret your tweet as to say, well, if black people could kill black people, it should be okay for these white people to lynch these blacks. Is that what you're saying? Hmm. It's it's as if you don't want to address what's happening. And you're also the people kill me with their short term memory loss. Right. So where was LeBron? He's LeBron James has been on the front line advocating for change, despite the fact that people like him and many, many others, if you go through the comment section, will overlook and just disregard all the work that LeBron has James has done. He's absolutely in his community, building schools and creating opportunities to combat, you know, the black on black crime that happens isn't it, it, it's not excusable but it also is connected to poverty and things that's happening in, in low income areas where people are starving and trying to figure out how to just survive and absolutely not excusing it. I grew up that way. I grew up in the projects. So I know what it is. I understand it. But that does not give prejudice white supremacist lynch mobs the right to just go oh okay you you kill each other let me help you out here no no that's utterly ridiculous point to make and again where was LeBron James LeBron James has been advocating for his community and trying to build it up from day one so miss me with that point your point is mute it's a deflection from the actual point at hand where you don't want to be a human being and see another human being get shot down and have any empathy about it no you want to talk about Hillary's emails or some old bullshit that has nothing to do with the fact what's happening right in front of your face right very 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 sad um another person uh, and not another person, but several people decided that LeBron had no reason to speak out on this because he can't relate as a black man because he has money as if having money changes anything. I'm not saying it doesn't count. I'm not blind and I'm not stupid, but green does not change your skin color to white. Many, many people were going at him saying, oh, you're tweeting this from your $25 million mansion or you're different because you're rich. Um, Is this the same $25 million home in which uh, there were people who spray painted the word niggers on his gate? 
and the word had an S on it. So that's plural. That means that it was not only addressed to him, but it was addressed to his wife and kids. That doesn't make you feel hunted. That if, if, if you can imagine, if you could be a human being for two seconds and imagine someone spray painted that on your gate, you wouldn't feel threatened. You wouldn't feel afraid. You wouldn't feel uh, 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 like you have to de- be on defense for your family. No, sorry. Um, everyone tweeting about how rich he is and how that that he can't relate as a black man because he's an accomplished black man is stupid. It's mute. It's mute. Green can't change your skin color to white. Yes, he is in a privileged position. He is absolutely in a privileged position as someone who has the means to have bigger lawyers and, 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 and a bigger home and gates and security and, and pay people for X. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not overlooking that fact, but I'm also not overlooking the fact that even if you in the great words of Kanye West went before Kanye became Kim yet. Okay. Even what was the song? Um, you still a nigga in a coop, right? Still a nigga in a coop. Doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter what car you drive. LeBron James, when he got to LA, they reminded him in his $25 million home that you still just a nigga in a $25 million home. And don't you ever forget it. And guess what? You ain't got to tell him twice because he's never forgot where he came from. He's never forgotten that he was a black man. He's never forgotten that he is, he is a target just because of his skin color. And thank God he's, you know, an accomplished basketball player and in a privileged position because how many of our black men of that size is just considered a threat because of their skin color. And then on top of that, their size. Can you imagine LeBron James just walking around jogging in that same neighborhood that Ahmed was, um, Ahmad, uh, I keep saying Ahmed because I know an Ahmed, sorry. Uh, Ahmad, um, Aubrey was jogging in and, and he's LeBron James, but we don't know him. He's not famous LeBron James, but he's jogging in the same neighborhood. Dead. Okay. Dead. In the same way. How sad is it that the only thing that may have saved LeBron James life in that scenario is the fact that he would have been recognized as LeBron James, the famous basketball player. How sad is that, that that is the value of your life, your money, your status, who you are. And let's not get it twisted. Hell, a lot of people can't stand LeBron James. So he could have been jogging in that same neighborhood. Does LeBron James feel comfortable jogging in his neighborhood where he pays an enormous amount of tax dollars to live in that neighborhood on his $25 million home? And I don't know if the home was $25 million. I'm quoting some idiot's tweet calling it a $25 million home. So that could be out of complete sarcasm. It could be $50 million for all I know, or it could be $10 million. Either way, it's in a prominent neighborhood. And it's a lot of money. Like we can say that as a fact. We, we know that. 
Does LeBron James feel comfortable jogging in his own neighborhood? Is he going to be mistaken as a burglar if he has a hoodie on and some Skittles jogging along in his own neighborhood? Will he survive? Does LeBron James feel comfortable jogging in his own neighborhood? Hmm. I'll let you think about it. I'll let you think about it. I know the answer uh, for myself. Now, the last point I want to bring up, um, a fellow comedian, a comedian of, of mine, Yamanika Saunders, who is hilarious. She's been in the game a long time. You, you may not know her and you may know her. I think you should know her. And if you don't get to know her, follow her at Yamanika, uh, Y-A-M-A-N-E-I-K-A on Instagram and Twitter and get to know her. She's funny and she makes some really great points um, across the board about race and, and women's issues. And she does not bite her tongue. Uh, and she's not afraid to speak out. And she, she made such a great point, um, about the, uh, other communities not standing with the black community with issues like uh, Ahmaud Aubrey and Trayvon Martin, et cetera, et cetera. All these um, black men, unarmed black men, losing their lives at the hands of of white people with guns that feel threatened for whatever reason, or, or maybe they're just using an excuse of feeling threatened because that excuse always works. So they can always just lie when they just want to be really, they're a lynch mob or part of a lynching in some aspects. So either way, um, she made comments about um, other communities not being on our side, like uh, white women uh, of the Me Too movement and, and the LGBTQ community and how Black women, especially, are always on the front lines when 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 something is going down. Uh, where we, meaning black women, are are usually right there on the front line saying, "Hey, we'll fight with you." And she made that uh, such a great point. And then Lindsay um, Granger, I believe that's how you say her name, uh, mentioned her publicly on on a. a um, a news report and uh, credited Yamanika for bringing that point up. And I want to also, um, I want to be another person advocating for that point because it's such a great point. Where's everybody when it's time to fight for black rights? Black people do. We will be right there. We will be right there with every community, even in Pittsburgh, when that that uh, Jewish church that it was um, there was that shooting and, and there were black churches were right there saying, hey, we'll fight with you. It's always um, and, and, and going back to the, the people on the Le, LeBron James tweet commenting to him as if he's not there for other communities. It's just not true. Overall, in general, specifically across the board, it's just not true. Black people are typically there as human beings fighting for human rights across the board. And it just it's amazing to me that it's so hard for other people 
to stand by us. And it just, it just makes me go, damn, at the end of the day, you still don't see us as humans because you can't, you can't look me in the face and tell me that all of these other issues are important and it's for humanity and human rights. But when it comes to black people getting gunned down, Lynch just shot, it's it or even if you look at the, the, the situation in New York City right now, if you're not familiar, I don't know where you're listening from, but just check out what's happening with these um, social distancing arrests. There are so many black and Latino men being arrested and uh, aggressively arrested, like taken down to the ground for not wearing masks and, and social following the social distancing rules. Right. And there's video of it. It's utterly ridiculous. It's heartbreaking. And not because they're, they're breaking the rule. They are breaking the rule. I'm not discounting that, but the way in which it's handled is disgusting. And then you cut to all of these white people breaking the same rules in Central Park and not being arrested, not being taken down to the ground with a blow to the face and a knee in the back or a knee in the neck. It's just not happening. They're just sitting there casually enjoying themselves while breaking the social distancing laws. They're not they're not getting any of the the summons and the the fines the the black and latinos are but the the white people aren't and then you look at these things and then you tell me that racism doesn't exist and then you you tell me or you deflect the conversation somewhere else if you're a white person and you deflect the conversation somewhere else then what you are telling me is that you do not want to be a part of the change that is necessary all right harriet tubman yeah, we know her from the Underground Railroad, right? There were white people that participated in that Underground Railroad. I can't talk, Jesus Christ. Underground Railroad, right? To get those black slaves to freedom. So either you're the white people that participated in the Underground Railroad or you're not. There is no in between. And I'm sorry, but that's just the way it is. If you're not going to stand with us on these issues, then what you're saying is it's not an issue. You're not human. You're 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 not even a whole man. You're one fifth of a man or one fourth of a man or one third of a man or a quarter of a man or a penny of a man. And that's just sad. And you would think a pandemic would change all that, but it didn't. It didn't. And I have been not wanting to record and I've been feeling like, hey, you know, it, there's nothing going on right now that that's worth talking about. It's so exhausting. This whole what can you talk about other than being quarantined? But there is so much to still talk about. And I have a voice that I hope that is heard and and helps to bring about some type of change of mind it, it, because it, it's one thing to talk with people that are of like mind but it's another thing to to tap into the heart soul and mind of someone that doesn't see it that way or didn't understand it that way and that is willing to change and willing to have empathy and 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 put their defenses down and say oh 
I didn't see it that way. And hopefully, you know, this reaches at least one ear and maybe you could hop on, hop on the the black hand side with your white self. (laughs) Why not? Right. And the other thing that's been giving me some, some life just to, to have some positivity before I close this podcast out today. Um, have you guys been watching the last dance? Oh my God. I have been loving it. The documentary on Michael Jordan and, and the Bulls has been giving me so much life. And it's right now I'm recording this. It's a Saturday. It comes on every Sunday. And I think it's about halfway through. Um, they show two episodes every Sunday. And I think it's out of 10. I don't think 10 is going to be enough. I could watch it forever. But for right now, it's about halfway through. I can't wait, wait to watch the next episodes. The The Dennis Rodman episode was so fascinating to me and it inspired me to go back and rewatch his 30 for 30. I think I'm going to um, do a podcast on Dennis Rodman. I'm definitely going to be talking about the last dance in the coming weeks. And I hope you guys all stay safe and healthy and you know, be human about all humans. And if you don't see black people as humans, then, oh my God, I don't even know. I I don't know how to get through to you. I don't know how to get through to you. Um, but all I could do is, is hope and hope that there's change in your heart. I don't know. I don't know. That felt so sad. I'm going to get out of here. I didn't want to get out on a sad note. I wanted to get out on a positive note, but it didn't work out. So damn it. What can you do? Coach Vaughn out. That's it. Thank you for listening to the Coach Vaughn Podcast. And be sure to follow me on social media at Vaughn DiCarlo on Twitter and Instagram. And you can also find all my links to my comedy shows and my other podcast, The Grown as Fuck Podcast at grownafcomedy.com. Don't forget to leave me a voice message and tell me all your grown as fuck gripes. Go to grownafcomedy.com right now. See ya.